My next guest is a leadership and visibility coach who helps multi-passionate entrepreneurs stand out, gain massive exposure, and become wildly in demand through her signature visibility framework. Please welcome Steph Wharton. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Steph. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to interview her. Hello, girl. You are the cutest. That was the most like energetic introduction ever. <laughs> I'm doing really good. How are you doing, Anna? I'm good. I'm really excited. We finally are talking. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. It's actually kind of embarrassing for anybody that doesn't obviously know this. We've been chatting since I want to say March of this year and we keep yeah. going like, let's collaborate. Let's do something. Let's like go live and like chit chat with people. Maybe we'll do like a training and we just keep postponing it because whatever summer life, you know, things get in the way. So this is has this has been a long time coming. Yeah, and it's so funny you say that because I just interviewed Avery and that's where we met in her challenge. No, that's amazing. Oh my God, yeah. she is so, 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 so great. That's awesome. I can't wait to listen to that episode now. Yeah, it's going to be juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, feel free to introduce yourself. Let us know like who is Steph? What does she do? How come is she so passionate about helping people? Like we want to know all the deets. <laughs> I will absolutely dive into that. Uh, so for everybody, yes, that doesn't know me, maybe you don't follow me on Instagram or you just have no clue who Steph Wharton is. I am a total weirdo. That's usually what I like to kick off with. I like to have fun. I like to just like be myself. And by owning the business that I do own right now, I feel like that's actually the perfect platform that allows me to do that. It allows me to um, map out my own schedule. It allows me to work with people that are just as weird, just as passionate as I am. And for a little bit of background, I originally started my entrepreneurship journey as a brand designer. And I went full time with that, moved across the country from Toronto to British Columbia, and essentially like reached what I would have considered like my dream life. But through that, as I reached that milestone, I actually started uncovering more and more passions that took me deeper into my business. And that's where I ended up pivoting from like brand design to brand strategy, to brand coaching, to coaching for designers. And now finally to 
one of the, I guess, like stages or phases of my business where I am madly in love with every single thing that I do. And what that is, is essentially leadership and visibility coaching. And I'm obsessed because it allows me to just show up as me. It allows me to build a brand and gain recognition and attract a lot of leads and people into my community who are vibing with that energy and the mission that I have inside of my business. And it allows me to just work with like what you traditionally would call like dream clients, just people mm-hmm. that are like on the same wavelength. And I'm obsessed. It's it's literally my zone of genius. And the fact that I was able to go from corporate, like seven years in the insurance industry to now being a leadership and visibility coach, is just like, how the hell did that happen? Like, yeah. holy, <laughs> I am now here. <laughs> wow, that is such an amazing journey. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I have just had a client call and that was the biggest thing, like being multi-passionate, having multiple things that we enjoy doing and finding that clarity. Like how did you, you know, first decided, okay, I'm going to go with this and then I'm going to choose to go with this. Like at, at each pivoted moment that you've been through, like what was the main uh, vision or mission behind it? It's so funny because you're right. It's like an intersection between like being multi-passionate and just like Mm -hmm. following like your gut. I'm literally the poster child of like pivots because as I was just saying (laughs) that right now, I'm like, damn, like that's a lot of titles I went through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But to answer your question, honestly, I think one of the main things, so how a lot of these things were uncovered for me and how I came to realize that I had this like love for something a little bit more specific or more niche or something entirely different perhaps was typically they all kicked off with something that would happen with a client. So perhaps they had a struggle in a specific area, let's say as a designer, they just weren't Mm. sure um, who to work with and how to actually build a sustainable business. So I'd be like, well, I can't design a brand if I don't understand you and where you Mm. want to take this business and every little intricate little piece of the puzzle. So I would naturally start coaching them, right? Um, So that's one example. Mm. Another example would be when I realized that I had this like gigantic product suite and I was being what you would consider to be super (laughs) strategic because I could take clients through this amazing journey and continue to bring in recurring clients, et cetera, et cetera. But then I realized some of these offers I hate. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm good at it, sure, but I could be better and I could be delivering a better service if I was truly passionate about it. And those moments, those pivotal moments when I would decide, you know what? I don't want to run a business that just brings in money because let's say web design could be like multiple thousands of dollars. Instead, I want to be able to serve people in a way where I'm actually having fun that way I can serve them to a higher degree and a higher level. So it was a kind of like a mix of those things where you start to realize, mm, this is not the best path for me. And I need to find something that is more aligned and makes more sense for me as a person. Mm. And just collateral damage benefits my clients even more. Yes, 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 yes. I love everything about this. So <laughs> I guess my follow-up question to this is like, how do you pivot into something you're not a hundred percent like full knowledge in because this is another thing that really comes up a lot is you know I have imposter syndrome like I'm not I've never done this before but I'm really passionate about it I still have to learn about things like how would you approach that mindset oh that's a really good question and I can totally see that because I've 
had I've seen that with my own clients I have mm-hmm. one I'll give like a generic kind of example but I had a client who wanted to pivot as well from design to a specific type of coaching and that exact issue came up right mm-hmm. um and it 100% came up with me so I'll share my journey as that's my personal and I have got quote unquote the rights to share that um <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a mix of understanding on the first hand all the different experiences that you've had in the past that could lend to this future pivot Mm. because we likely do have experience in that it might just be um, a creative twist or just maybe something that you learned in school or that you experience in a part-time job or a full-time job uh, perhaps as an entrepreneur and you're able to pick out those kind of like skills and experiences in different scenarios that you've been in and mold that into okay I do actually have knowledge I do actually Mm. have experience in this so that I would say is almost like the first piece understanding that you are actually a couple of steps ahead of your Mm. potential clients that in itself is good enough because you don't necessarily have to let's say if you pivot you don't have to all of a sudden help people make six figures seven figures like that doesn't (laughs) have to be the transformation so I think that's the second piece of it acknowledging that if you get very clear on the transformation and the value that you're able to provide, it can be something very small. Like maybe you can only help with one tiny little thing. So start there. Like Mm -hmm. make sure your messaging is clear and states, hey, I can help you, um, let's say, save more time in your day if that applies to you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maybe you can't help them make more money. Maybe you can't help them land more clients. Maybe you can't whatever, but you can help them get organized. Mm-hmm. So that can be the mini transformation. And as you start to land more clients and gain more experience, you can start building on that and you can start tailoring your message if that feels good to you in order to start attracting higher level uh, clients and entrepreneurs that are going to resonate with, yes, fine, maybe the six figures, the seven figures. Is that something that you're able to um, facilitate throughout your mm-hmm. packages? Yes, I love that. Yay. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I just love it so much. And I mean, this is something we all go through at some point. (laughs) We do a hundred percent. Um, for a little bit of color um, or perspective from my background as an ex-brand designer, one of the things that a lot of designers struggle with is the fact that not everybody values branding, especially when you're first starting out. So either they don't have the budget or they, they don't think that it's the first thing or the next thing that they need to do. And something that comes to mind for me, it's, well, sometimes when we start off, we don't even know what we're doing with our business. So how can you brand yourself if you're probably going to end up pivoting in six months or in a year? And it's like you said, it's just so natural. Like we all go through those changes because we try something and then we realize either we don't like it or we uncover something that we like even Mm. more. And that way we adjust and we pivot and we do whatever we need to do in order to um, shift our business into something that feels so freaking amazing. Yes. And that's the whole point too. You know, you need to feel amazing. You need to love what you do. (laughs) A hundred percent. Otherwise we're just working like a, what we would maybe consider a shitty nine to five. Like what's the point of that? Yeah. Oh, this is so good. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. (laughs) Oh, I'm loving it. This is literally like, I'm getting a little bit like heated up. If you could only see me right now, like my arms and like my gestures are like full on force right now. Love it. Love it. So... (laughs) Growing up, did you imagine you'd be here doing what you do today? 
No, not not even close. <laughs> um, I think I was that traditional, like super responsible. I need to go to school. I need to do all the right things. I need to mm-hmm. earn a living, buy a house, like basically <laughs> go through the traditional trajectory that um, a lot of us would have grown up with. And entrepreneurship wasn't really one of those things. But what's really strange, and I do genuinely think that I was meant to do this, even if I didn't realize it at first, Mm -hmm. is that a lot of things, even when I was little and throughout my entire journey as I was growing up and becoming an adult, they actually led me here. Um, Things as little as when I was, I want to say in grade I'm not sure the grade, but I was around 10 or 11 years old. We did this assignment and you had to illustrate yourself in the future. And I uncovered this project only a couple of years ago in the basement of my parents' uh, home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, I had chills going through my entire <laughs> body. I had illustrated a graphic designer. And I'm like, <gasps> no, no I'm like, way. No way. I, this no it's not possible like I didn't go to school for graphic design I never took any art classes other than the mandatory like one in grade nine and yet here I am wow. and one other thing through a university I actually took a lot of entrepreneurship courses and sales and marketing that they all prepped me for this role but even though I took at least two or three entrepreneurship courses did I actually think I was going to become an entrepreneur no I just thought they were cool courses mm-hmm. but now looking back I'm like no I literally was meant to be here. I was meant to quit my full-time job. I was meant to start this business. I was meant to help people the way that I'm helping them right now. I was meant to just lead my own version of life and happiness and success and basically just pave my own path. Wow. I just got chills because I think the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think a lot of us really do. (laughs) yeah definitely wow this is amazing um so what would you say like is your greatest accomplishment like either in your life or in business like what are you really proud of oh that's that's a good one I just generally speaking I love and I really make an effort to try and celebrate every mini life Mm. uh, milestone just because I really believe in the power of shifting your energy so that you're like kind of like acknowledging all those good things that are coming your way and then you're Mm -hmm. starting to operate from that energy that can bring in more of that abundance um so although yes I try and celebrate everything and everything's an amazing milestone all that good stuff I think the thing that I'm the most proud of and it's probably one of the first things that happened with my business once it like really started to like, gain traction was the fact that I quit my job and moved across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely that because I had always daydreamed about like living somewhere else. I was like, oh, I'd love to live in Spain. I would love <laughs> to be able to like practice my Spanish even more and like be immersed in that culture and live in Europe and in a warmer climate and all these things. But I was like, it's never actually going to happen. Like, it's just a pipe dream. I'll mm-hmm. just go on vacation, maybe that one week or two week or three weeks that you get through your corporate job. And that will be the end of it. So the fact that we were actually able to decide, you know what, like we're done with corporate, let's Mm -hmm. quit, let's actually pursue this life, even if it's a different version of what we've been daydreaming, but like, let's make this happen. That's what changed my life. Mm -hmm. Anything else is just a way to just be happier doing it, to sustain that lifestyle, to um, create more impact and help more people like find that freedom for themselves. But it's all 
a byproduct of that first step. And Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't think I can replicate a change that's that drastic again. Wow. Incredible. (laughs) What happens Mm -hmm. when we decide to go for it? (laughs) Yes. I I love that you use the word decide because sometimes you can say, oh, it's like the right time, the right place, the right circumstances. And totally that all lends to it. But at the end of the day, we get to decide, like we get to decide every single thing for the most part. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know there's some things we can't control, um, but yeah, we get to decide. And that's exactly what we did. Amazing. I'm so, so proud of you. So excited for you. It must be like a true dream come true. (laughs) It is every single day, especially we just went on like a month, it was about a month and a half long vacation. We went back to Toronto to visit family, went to a wedding, all that stuff. It was really, really nice. But we came back now to BC back home yesterday. And to just see the scenery of the mountains and the lake and like the clear skies, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, we're back home. We live here. (laughs) Like, it's like you said, like, this is literally a dream come true. Like, I can't believe it. Love it. Oh my gosh. So I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast and I'm very curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Oh, yes. I love, 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 love that. Um, It's actually kind of perfect because, I mean, being a leadership and visibility coach, leadership is a big part of that. Um, And I know a lot of us, whether we're starting off on our journey or even if we're already frigging killing it, there (laughs) is always that little struggle where you got to um, as you grow, it's like new devils kind of thing, right? Like you got to figure out, okay, you're feeling some either hesitance or um, something within that's holding you back from really embodying that next level version of leadership, et cetera. Mm. And for me, being a powerful leader, what I love is that it gets to be simple to some extent. For me, it's about connection. It is about really listening and understanding your community, whether they're potential clients or not. They could just be like business besties. They could be mentors and people that inspire you. But essentially, it's by being connected, you get to not only build like wicked relationships where you can collaborate and you Mm -hmm. can have like strategic partnerships that give you more visibility, um, but you can actually start to really feel in tune with their needs and what they're looking for and you're able to better support them you're able to understand what they are like in a real life kind of scenario and I think hand in hand with that like when you're connecting with people it's not so much about knowing and understanding them but it's also about letting other people see you the real Mm. you so that's all got to do with like building a personal brand being vulnerable like Mm. sharing a little bit about what you're really passionate what you really believe in and between those two things it becomes such a genuine and deeper connection between people both you and your community that you're able to better lead them and you're better able to inspire them and that's when people end up being essentially interested in working with you and investing in your offers because they care like they don't see you as just some like unattainable like person that they can't even resonate (laughs) with they're like no like you get me and I get you and you're going to be the perfect person for me to work with and that is powerful Mm -hmm. leadership is being able to um, elicit that emotional response from your community OMG I think this is by far my favorite answer (laughs) yes (laughs) 
I want like a gold plaque now, you know? Like I want like a medal. <laughs> That's so funny. Honestly, oh I've heard lots of answers, but yours just touches on all the things, you know? Oh, that honestly means so much. You're really, really sweet. I love that. Oh my gosh, so good. So do you have any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share with our audience today? Yes. Um, something that for me feels very personal. I actually talked about it recently um, on social media. And it's the whole concept that a lot of us are perfectionists, mm-hmm. or at a minimum, we're recovering perfectionists, especially when we're so used to having to meet other people's expectations, whether mm-hmm. it's at school, you need to get the good grades in order to graduate and get a good job, then you got to meet your boss's expectations and all these other quote unquote leaders in the corporate world, right? Mm-hmm. But now we are the leader. Now we're calling the shots. So why are we still pursuing this idea of perfection that all these other people may have instilled on us when we don't have to be perfect? Like there's no such Mm. thing as perfection. Um, And that's something that I battle with all the time because I keep setting expectations for myself that are um, almost unachievable. Like it's like, why are you putting so much pressure on yourself when something a little bit less would actually give you so much more freedom, much more balance. It would be easier to achieve. And you don't have to force every single little thing and burn yourself out. Mm -hmm. And there's still incredible things that you're reaching, but now you're not um, setting these unrealistic, let's say, expectations. So I think letting go of perfectionism and instead taking imperfect action is something that I recommend for everybody to try out because you can still reach incredible results without driving your own self crazy. Amen, sister. Amen. (laughs) Everybody's got to listen to that. Do it. Yes. Go back and replay this and listen to it every day. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. This is actually so much fun. I'm vibing a lot right now. Yeah. I'm so happy you're here. So where can people go to connect with you further in the online space? Instagram would definitely be one of them. Um, It's essentially at Steph Wharton underscore. And that's where I hang out every single day. I've got a podcast as well. Um, I'm actually going to be at some point shortly, I would presume, uh, start inviting guests over. So maybe we can talk about that at some point. Um, (laughs) But no, Instagram 100%. And then otherwise my website, which is StephWharton.com amazing well thank you so much for being here for sharing your amazing value your heart your vulnerability with us i appreciate you so much and i wish you nothing but more success you're very welcome thank you so much for having me we'll be talking soon thank you so much for listening to this episode of the powerful female leaders podcast if you love this episode make sure to spread the message leave a review and subscribe i would forever be grateful for you I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.